0: Hello and welcome to another episode of 10,000 Hours I'm Grant Spanier And I'm Vince Kochi And you are listening to episode 102 of The Pod A very special one indeed Uh, Now joining a lineage of podcasts and, (laughs) And a lineage of my own Where we have a family member of mine on the show Yes, um, <clears throat> as some of you
1: might remember, we had your father on yes round uh, around, around number eight yes around 70. number eighty, I was going to say and uh, that was a really powerful episode because it it was really about it was about a lot of things and it was about work ethic, but it was also about your relationship yeah. <laughs> but I would say this episode, though he is related to you by blood, he is your yeah. uncle uh, Danny Ripka. Was on because he's just a really interesting dude. It felt to
0: me more like a normal, a normal cast. Yeah, I mean, and actually, I would say I'm almost an incredible. I, this is a guess that. Regardless of my relation I would have been like wow I can't believe we're getting this guy on This guy's story is crazy Because it is I mean we were talking about endurance For several reasons One of which is he's an ultra marathon runner And holds all these North American men's records And he goes into detail about that But I like to tell people He wrote, he ran this 6 day race Ran like 480 miles in like 6 days The dude's insane And besides He, he really delved into his history with drugs He's got a long past with them, and he's now clean for man. How many years did he say? Must have been, uh, a couple 20? decades now. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, just really fascinating character. Oh, Absolutely, yeah, super interesting. Scary. And when you talk about endurance, it's like, how about
1: the the mental and spiritual endurance mm-hmm. it takes to to stave off addiction for the better part of two decades. Yeah,
0: unreal. Yeah, shouts out to Danny, uh, you know, for for what he's done and for coming on the show. Uh, special uh, in studio too, which is always yes, fun for us. yes. And thank you to Death to Stock this week's sponsor. As you may know, Death to Stock is a project I've been working on quite a bit. Uh, we like to call ourselves a inspiration haven for creatives uh, we provide photo packs and uh, now we've been delving into video and we have some other design assets for people we we send out 10 free photos every month on the first of the month so at the very least I'd say sign up for that and if you like it maybe maybe check out the premium package it's a really cool platform i
1: Lucky enough to be uh, along for the ride for like the genesis of your relationship with these guys. And uh, they were cool back then. They're doing cool stuff now. And uh, thank you so much to them for existing and for patronizing the show in a good way. In a good way. (laughs) In a good way. Um, And thank you, Danny Ripka, for being generous with your time and joining us. I hope you, the listener, enjoy episode 102 Endurance.
0: got you we're your sherpas it'll be it'll be
1: be fine yes
0: we shall guide you
1: no nerves necessary
0: (gasps) vin grant wait we've done the bit where i realized that vin was the same as vehicle identification number right on two occasions we've done that yeah Twice. we've
1: done that on two occasions
0: let's not tread those I was gonna say tread those waters, but that's actually not right. I was thinking tread that path, right, right, which right, right. But like treading water, it, it kind of it's feels a similar like, avocation. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It it sometimes feels like that's what we're doing on the show in general, but <laughs> especially uh-huh. at this at this juncture, at this, this is a special time, very initial period. It feels like we're just sort of almost. I, this is how I tread water. I sort of flap my arms. He's
1: making a flap for because this is radio. He's making a flapping motion with his arms
0: it's somewhat effective
1: it's not enough yeah i mean that's kind of right it's kind of right you're supposed to concentric circles right
0: um uh, no no oh wait i should yes and you side note i did see don't think twice the mike berbiglia movie recently and he did a q a after fantastic
1: that guy it's is, about improvisation that guy is one of the
0: yes and funniest guys he really is fantastic. sleepwalk with me is still one of my favorite it's really great whatever is it it is it's like could you do me a favor though and just kind of cut the bullshit and just tell me what you're working on
1: what you're putting your time into wow i can't believe you turned it on me like that um yeah i just got back from traveling i was in seattle seeing some friends out there uh the wedding of natalie and Derek deese wedding bells i love weddings (laughs) they're
0: like wedding site or something yeah
1: i think yes well i'll do that if it's still up i think it probably is um yeah uh
0: it was super fun we did like a flip-flop Usually I'm the on the road boy, and you're the not on the road boy, and I'm the homeboy, But I was I was the trip boy. <laughs> most <laughs> you, recently, you are
1: my homeboy. Oh, that's really that's really sweet of you. Um, but beyond that, I've been writing a, an article for the Minneapolis egotist, and it uh, it's kind of uh, about social media and oh God. I I mean right, tri- but it's <laughs> it's a little bit hopefully somewhat novel, um, because it's about like working with people who know social media but don't really know it, kind of frame through this. Ah,
0: social media ninjas. <laughs> is,
1: right. I don't know that that's what it's about. Mavens? Social media mavens? Uh, Like, uh, me and one of my other coworkers have to give this presentation at work about Snapchat because, like... Oh, wow. S- some of the other... Some of, like, the leadership in the agency, like, just don't know what it is or why it's popular. So it's kind of a weird thing. That's cool. I mean, that is cool. I feel like... There, it's not really about social media. It's about people who like want to understand it but don't. Yeah, communication.
0: Doesn't doesn't it's it all boil back down to that, it man? Is, it sure. It sure seems to.
1: Hey Grant, what have you been working on? What have you been putting your time into recently?
0: Uh, just jamming on some stuff. Wrap that music video. We're now in post on that. I got a new site. I think even when this when this episode comes out, I think it might be just. Sort of getting on its feet, on its feet, yeah. Uh Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It doesn't have a lot of friends, but it's in the mix. Uh, Yeah, so working on that and uh, a bunch of Death to Stock stuff, planning some stuff. Super hyped. Got some cool photo stuff coming up. Show coming up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, plan uh, opening for Freya at 7th Street Entry at First Ave, the iconic.
1: That's exciting, man. Hopefully our guest
0: today will be there. If he's not, fuck him, you know? Well, well said.
2: I thought I'll be there.
0: Okay, he'll be there. He'll be there, and we're not okay, going to we'll tell you who he is yet. We've got buy-in. But we've got a little teaser. Ooh, baby. I love those. I think let's let's not uh, vacillate, let's to use a term that I <clears throat> hold dear. <laughs> yeah, let's get right into it. Grant has prepared a long time in the past a reading for this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my fifth, I think fifth or sixth grade, I think fifth grade self prepared this uh, w- with a lot of foresight. I was prepping for this episode. I was like, man,
1: quite thoughtful. maybe we'll
0: get him 101, 102, 103 in that range. Uh, we'll get the uncle on the podcast. <laughs> oh, and there's a, another teaser. Uh-oh. Oh, or is that a spoiler alert? Are you putting together the puzzle Wait, Hey, listeners? hold on, hold on. At what point does a teaser become a spoiler? I think, actually, spoilers are just like teasers. You know what I mean? Because the actual moment of it happening is the real event. So you can't even spoil that. It's like saying like, oh, yeah, Radiohead was sick live. No, that's not a spoiler. That's just a teaser. It, I'm I'm interested. I think that's maybe a discussion for another day. This is new territory, man. I think <laughs> we're making some breakthroughs.
1: Uh, but Pat, if you're listening, drop in a little light music over the back Pat of this. Pat being our editor,
0: not our guest's wife. That's right. Which you could that's be confused. Right. Teaser. teaser. He looked, that's a spoiler. Uh, okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you something. Um and it is titled Champion in My Eyes. And I got to say, I actually really dig the design. It feels sort of justified, um, like justified as in like type all the way to the ends. It's a little bit ragged on the right edge as our designer friends will be familiar with. There's some weird stuff going on in the paper, um, which is kind of cool. I'm actually pretty into it. And I will say it's all in Comic Sans. Which is just fucking awesome. In the innocence of the times, Comic Sans wasn't always as vilified as it I know. is today. It actually feels okay too. Look at this. It seems right. We'll, maybe we'll get a we, maybe we'll uh, Imgur... Uh, imjure. Yeah. Familiar? Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. We'll uh, we'll get a link to this in the uh, in the show notes. So I'm just gonna read you this. This is a speech I gave to my entire fifth grade class, and then citywide. And I'm not sure what place I got. I think I got like silver. Silver.
2: I thought you had won it, and then you got to go on to yeah. Some yeah I went other... on. I went on. I won yeah.
0: school wide, but then regionally, I think I got silver. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. good. It might have been. Yeah. It could have been gold. I'm not sure, man. Okay. And
2: you gave it to me as a Christmas gift.
0: This is a Christmas yeah. gift. Yeah. Yeah. I would have fucking loved to get I this as punk, a gift.
2: was man. Hey, I still got. I still got it. Yeah. It's you brought great. it over. I mean, yeah. How many so years?
0: Full context. Uh, uh, our guest brought this over. How many years ago was this? A fifth grade would have been. I would have been 11. Would have been 2000. And well, it would have been twenty eleven. I remember because I was in Miss Bowen's fifth grade class on nine wow. eleven who oh. could forget Ooh. Ooh wow. and if you okay, all right okay. <laughs> so champion in my eyes <clears throat> have you ever been skydiving? and this was the point in the speech where I just sort of paused. There's a ellipses here dot 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 so i'm I'm just going to start over. Have you ever been skydiving? Neither have I. That has nothing to do with my speech, so let's get to it. (laughs) And then hold on, hold on. (laughs) My speech is on my uncle, Danny Rivka. He has always been my favorite uncle. Don't tell my other uncles that. (laughs) My uncle is an ultra marathon runner. He runs 24-hour and 48-hour races and is ranked in the top 10 in the world. He has a Minnesota state record when he ran over 130 miles in 24 hours and another in France when he ran 218 miles in 48 hours. Part of his running skill comes naturally, but he's had to practice hard. He runs about 20 miles a day, four to five times a week to train. He just ran a 100-mile race in the Sierra Nevada mountains in 24 hours. Running is not only a very physical sport, but also a mental sport. (laughs) You have to be as strong mentally as you do physically. What I most respect about my uncle goes far beyond running. He has been drug and alcohol-free for about 10 years. He has overcome drugs and other obstacles to be where he is today. Danny has co- has come from a drug abuser to a great runner, and I'm proud of him for that. Now, after learning, ab- <laughs> now after learning how harmful drugs are, he talks to people everywhere about being drug and alcohol free. He lives in Florida for the winter and also comes back to MN, Minnesota, in the summer. He even makes it to some of my track meets. While in Florida, he is a part-time realtor. I'm thinking I must have some of my own in me. We both love to run and are definitely similar in height. <laughs> So I guess you can tell he must be a giant. Ooh, dude, sprinkling this humor in. Wow. My uncle is my champion, a hero, and an overall great guy. So when I get older, I want to be just like my Uncle Danny. Except maybe a little taller wow nice. oh, awesome. how coy achievement unlocked
1: huh? and and very heartwarming that was that was pretty that <laughs> was yeah. pretty nice that was pretty nice champion in my eyes baby Ooh, give me a high awesome,
2: high awesome. High yeah, high yeah. Ooh. love it Ooh, there's Hopefully that the
1: audio pick that's up. i think it about. must have mine my, my michael get it i'm it, right in the middle of these two and i'm
0: feeling the love
1: yeah. Hey! Without further ado, why don't we introduce this gentleman?
0: Yes, Mister Danny Ripka, my uncle. He is still all those things in different capacities, uh, hustling his way around, running. Do you still run the prolific distances? Man, no,
2: I'm not. uh, You know, I'm. I ended up uh, having two total knee replacements. Oh boy. <laughs> two years ago. That makes and, sense. Right? And <laughs> um, that's a game changer.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, it kind of it makes sense to me. It's just hearing just how punishing those distances are, I feel like that was inevitable in a way. But
2: no, it didn't have to happen that way. But I'm <laughs> short and I had bowed, my legs were bowed. So my knees were out on the inside. Then the combination of my knees being you know my legs being bowed and the pressure um, did my knees in because I know lots of runners still running long distances um, with you know that that didn't uh, have to go through what I did so
0: yeah, well, r i p knees, but <laughs> welcome to the world new knees do we, have we named them?
2: uh no, I haven't that's a I, good idea. I, I should you know I'm,
0: I'm actually someone um, like you. I have a cadaver, a piece of a cadaver in my knee. You, did you know that? Oh yeah, we had, oh yeah, we, we, had, we, about we it. had your your you knee was me. going on yeah, back when my have. knees. Okay, yeah, okay, we okay. oh, this, yeah, we were both going like through. Oh yeah,
2: we were both on the crutches. Time. All right, all right.
1: Yeah, right, right. wow, I offended myself. You surely are like your uncle. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us. That was quite the rendition, and <laughs> I thought it was it was both cute and charming, hours pretty lore. funny. Um, allow me to do the honors, though, of asking you as we do customarily. What have you been putting your time into, and what are you working on?
2: Um, well, I am still running. Uh, I, this morning, I ran with my niece, um, but, out you to know, cousin Aaron, about seven and a half miles this morning around Lake Calhoun and Lake Harriet, and uh, um, so. And uh, I'm running and training for the fall marathons that are uh, I pace marathons for Cliff Bar so i'll be pacing uh either st george out in utah or the twin cities marathon mm. um and some other races and maybe a family 10 mile if i get don't get into the twin cities marathon um as pacing which i i'd rather uh, run with the family and get like our uh, family yeah our nieces and nephews oh, maybe you, came you here can to, be you came here to pitch us on maybe you can be in her. the race also Aaron's going to do it uh you know, Adam and maybe Taylor These and get the nieces wow. and nephews and get okay, them all into yeah, sure, a family deal. Right. So. You
0: do the podcast, i will do the run. That's okay. fair.
2: So you've got some time. you got plenty of time to train. we got to sign up by Friday. So That's
0: a full marathon. Oh, wait. No, that's oh. just
2: a 10-mile race. And no, I'm I'm just asking oh, you I to come see. out and do I see. a 10-mile. You're mile. saying
0: you want the family to commit to doing the. When is this? Give me a uh, date. It's
2: the first weekend. No October 9th, actually, is the date. Ten okay. miles. All right. Well, I mean, look at—we've uh, got, you know, my honey might be doing it. Uh, His honey
0: being Pat, yeah, uh, my aunt. All right, all right. Yeah. We'll we'll so, talk about this off podcast, but uh, okay. you've piqued my interest. Uh, and and for those uninitiated listeners
1: uh, like myself, what does pacing a marathon mean? What does um, that entail?
2: Well, Cliff Bar has a, pace, has a pace team. We've got like 10 different pace times on the team. And and we start them as fast as three hours and 10 minutes. And then we have one 320, 330, 340, all the way up to five and a half hours. And if a runner wants to run a three and a half hour marathon, they run with our three and a half hour pacer.
1: Oh, I see. And mm.
2: the pacer will get you within two minutes under of that time so it's a no-brainer you just follow with the pacer the pacer does all the work you're running with a group of people
1: have you ever messed it up? It's, you ever accidentally run too fast?
2: Um, n- well n- it's it's a no-brainer these days with uh, technology? yeah with the oh, Garmin oh I see you know? and, uh, like everything but, but I was doing I've been doing this for 14 15 years now um, and back before Garmin's were around but I've I've been Pretty good at pacing, just because of all the, you know, all the miles I put in. You tell me to run a six-minute mile, I can hit a seven-minute mile. I can hit within fifteen seconds, you know. Wow, that's awesome. I can look at my watch, and then, um, then what you do is you look at your watch. You have a little pace band on. It's uh, and you know where you should be at each mile, and uh, you just yeah you adjust. Oh, I was fifteen seconds fast. Uh, I I, you know, and um, I try to build up about a minute in the first half so then the pressure isn't on uh, and then at the end room. yeah and but uh, for for yeah. context
0: if you're cool with it uh can you tell our listeners how old you are uh 59
2: 59 cool yeah I, so. yeah 59
0: 50. years
1: young clearly Absolutely. yeah i was actually in the gym this morning and ran a mile and a half and felt like i was gonna actually die <laughs> on the spot. i'm in terrible shape uh but that i respect that a lot and it it dovetails nicely. Certainly, has teed it up for us. Oh, uh, yeah. in in certain terms, uh, to our topic today, which is endurance. I was gonna say topic at hand, but maybe topic at foot. Oh my goodness! There we go. The references, the jokes, <laughs> oh, the sayings. Um, yeah, endurance—not just in the very literal sense and how far and long and fast you can run, which is certainly interesting to us. But endurance uh, over the long haul of a career. Tenacity. Of of a creative career, of a professional career, of a family life. All the different ways in which our mental and spiritual and emotional and sometimes physical endurance is tested in this crazy pursuit of creation. Uh, So perhaps. I mean
0: perhaps I th- I feel like biographically this is really interesting. I think we we did a f- I mean this is the second family member pod, which is quite fun for me. Um but with with my dad too, I think we kind of dialed it back. And actually you're from a similar area as my dad.
2: Right, from uh, Melrose. Melrose, yeah. which is
0: where you know my mom and dad met in that region. Um maybe you can just take us back a little bit and talk to us a little bit about your I guess about your life. I mean like, running, it seems like, from from some of our conversations, like, came as more a result of, like, lifestyle, like, a necessity. But maybe you can, like, take us up to the point where you really got into running, okay. like, where that came yeah. from. I
2: mean... Yeah.
0: You you were pretty athletic in high school and
2: yeah until I started dabbling in other things yeah and didn't, you know then that I didn't want to cut my hair and I wanted to be <laughs> you know one of those hippies. I'm here with a too... ponytail right now. <laughs> <laughs> <But>, yeah <you know, laughs> yeah I mean yeah right yeah. so
0: but okay yeah. but tell us a little yeah. bit about that tell us about maybe about like how the drug use how okay. did that well, start where did that come from Well
2: it was really nice I grew up in a small town and. Uh, and my parents were both actually alcoholics which made it easy for me to do anything everything i wanted to do Mm -hmm. and i did it and and i enjoyed doing it and uh um i i had a great time uh doing what i wanted to do i mean and so uh my friends would come over to my house before school we'd we'd get high and we'd go to school my another good buddy of mine. I don't know if I should say names on here. Yes. Uh, Leave <laughs> cryptic. But That's yeah, fine. yeah, Rick Leach. Yeah, <laughs> Keep it yeah. cryptic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, but he sure. was, yeah, yeah. anyhow, we had we had good times and uh, we, you know. Um, so I got to do, I felt privileged being able to do everything and anything you wanted to do, and I did yeah. it, and I, I enjoyed it. And my, it was, uh, um, I mean,
0: well, yeah. Not to jump too far ahead, but I mean, this really isn't too far ahead. I mean, and you lost your mother. How old were you? Yeah. When in she fact passed?
2: that yesterday was her the thirty fourth anniversary of her dying. She died in July, what twelfth of nineteen eighty two. Wow. And um, I was just twenty five years old, but uh, same age as I am right now. Yeah. So and that was a that was a that was the toughest deal I've ever been through in my life. Wow. Was going through that, and uh, that's another. An- another story but sure. um so uh she, um god no no know. no sorry
0: i was even thinking you were younger but i realized like my mom must have been 19 does that sound right she's six years younger than you yeah 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 okay so, so in my head it was like that had happened earlier but okay in high school you i mean you started dabbling in yeah and in oh school. yeah
2: and so i i you know um did, uh, went out for cross country, was really good in cross country, ninth grade, got to go to state, I was on the state high school team, was a wrestler, and then they wanted you to cut your hair, went to regions, was a good little wrestler, and then <laughs> uh, then it got to be all about uh, doing the drugs and smoking weed and then doing speed and the acid and uh, playing foosball. Uh, yeah, one work, of those things uh, is not like
0: the other oh you're fantastic at foosball yeah uh, yeah he's scary good
1: like so you've but, given up <laughs> you've given up the drugs but have you given up the foosball or you still uh, yeah, play to the same?
2: well we still get together my brother has a foosball table and we both still you know think we're as good as we used to be but we're way <laughs> off you know so we can still impress other people <laughs> but compared to the way we used to be my friends and i we'd play we'd We'd take the foosball tables from the bars and bring them to our house <laughs> and, and bring the foosball table back in the morning Wow, you know so
1: you guys were pros yeah. <laughs> so I mean this is this is like a good jumping off point I think because to survive a, an addiction to mm. drugs or if not an addiction to any specific drug and at least an addiction to the drug use lifestyle takes a lot of physical and emotional endurance especially to come out the other side cleanly uh so for how many years have you now been drug and alcohol free
2: um was 26 years that's extremely 26 impressive 26 years on march 31st i uh i carried this little chip with me fuck yeah man Yeah, Isn't respect
1: that? yeah that's a great a great sound effect uh
2: 25 year medallion for wow um Really something and it's nice amazing. to carry in your pocket. Uh no, this is you know. Um it's the most most important part about me and my day and what, you know. And uh but after stringing together as much time as my honey and I have both have the same date, March wow. uh, thirty uh, first. Wow.
1: So Well, first and foremost, a uh, great deal of respect is due for that. But maybe you could enlighten us on the ways in which endurance comes into play. Uh, what what was the what was the process like staying clean? What was the well? Yeah, I mean,
0: what was the impetus? Right? Yeah, like wh- why? why did we
2: start? Why did we yeah. give this all up? Yes. I mean, the. the we you know things were actually we had a great time i never I didn't have any bad time as far as getting busted or mm-hmm. I mean because to support the big habit we had then so then after high school uh I didn't start doing actually you know then I just dabbled and smoked weed did a little acid and yeah. what but but not till in the eighties then I started doing the cocaine thing, and um mm-hmm. then we once we started doing that and the habit got pretty bad so where we're doing about an ounce a day between my honey and I, and which is a couple grand you need to support that habit.
0: Holy shit, man. So,
2: um, I recall you
0: telling me a story about like owing people $10,000. Oh yeah. I owed... hit at the casino one time though. You yeah. Like, you oh my God. Lucky. It was crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Here's how bad it got. Okay. So, um, so, i i could buy an, an ounce for you know like 1500 bucks and uh you know and then i would you you sell them and in smaller quantities whatever and make yeah. some money back anyhow uh i the business wasn't going so well so i took out a loan from beneficial for uh, a couple grand so i could you know buy myself a a new package and get a fresh start and then I'd make enough money to pay back the loan and then I'd have enough to get back on business again yeah. that didn't work did it all then I ended up going to Thorpe the same thing oh I'll get another and then that didn't work then I went to the hometown credit union and I said hey now I got two loans for two thousand each four grand I took out six thousand from my hometown said I want to consolidate and pay off my four thousand and Get another package and make this all work. That didn't work. So now here I am, ten grand in the hole, <laughs> twenty some percent interest on these on these loans back in the eighties. Oh jeez. Yeah, uh, and this was in the mid eighties, and um, so a lot of money. so I went to Vegas. These uh, buddies of mine wanted to go to Vegas. I was working at a car dealership.
0: Nice and, as, uh,
2: as my dad. Kind yeah, of guys, man. Yeah. yeah it's, in fact, Scott, it, your dad started to, doing cars just after that. Wow. But so th- these car salesmen wanted me to go with because they saw how excited I got flipping quarters against the wall and gambling. And uh, so th- that was going to be the guys just going to the casino or going to Vegas. And I said, okay, um, I can't go. I-, I-, I haven't been on vacation with my honey in years. I got this business to run. I can't go. And nice. so then one of my buddies, he says, it- the way he put it, I remembered. It is clear as day. He says, I knocked up uh, my girlfriend, so I can't go. And I thought, okay, now my honey can go. Let's see if I can't get her to go. and We'll both go with the rest of the guys. <laughs> so we both went uh, went out to Vegas with the with the guys and. Um, and I, of course, I had a little package with out there of uh, yeah, and uh, but anyhow, you
1: know, <laughs> obviously at, at obviously, the end of yeah. at,
2: at the end of the trip at the the last day there, and I'm not a believer in the slot machines because I just think that's so. <laughs> yeah, but, um but we were waiting for my friend at the bathroom, going to the bathroom. My honey and I each put a roll of quarter. Uh, got a roll of quarters my first roll of quarters in the slot machine and i won twelve thousand five hundred on a quarter slot machine and it's like what do you do now and he said do we get married no we didn't want to do that drank a few long island teas and yeah, yeah. and then i was going to do the rest of the package i had that there and said no we don't want to do that no but so i ended up coming home but then i and i, I ended up uh telling the guys if i hit on this i'm gonna um give you two grand and uh so i had to give out two grand to one of the guys because i hit the pot and then i I took care of all the rest of the car salesman the rest of the trip which was only overnight so it wasn't didn't get too costly yeah and uh made it back and paid off that that cocaine all those cocaine loans (laughs) and so that gave me a fresh start and i said thank you jesus I was like, I was, I was still spiritual even through all of that. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Let's, you know, so here we go. (laughs) Um, Interesting. We got a fresh start and then we ran the business right.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. And the business
2: went on for a few more years. Okay. uh, Wow. And uh,
0: so, so then bring us maybe up to where, (laughs) where things go south in terms of, or maybe north, I guess, depending on your perspective, in terms of where like where you decide you cannot use drugs anymore.
2: Right. So we it was like um it got it got to be where the drug told us what to do. It, yeah. We didn't have any control. It's like the devil. It, you, you have no control. Once you do a hit, it's it takes you control. You're not doing anything until you're done. It's anyhow. Yeah. Um. So. You
0: lose your humanity. Yeah. Of, and right? so I said,
2: hey, well, and I was got down to 100, under 120 pounds. And it was like Holy 29 shit. waist pants were were baggy on me. And uh, but our relationship was going south, my honey and I, because the cocaine was more important than each mm. other. And I told my honey even about a year before that, I said, hey, honey, when you're ever ready to quit this, I'm ready because it gets old after a few years of doing this, it's like, this is just it's not fun. Were the you, fun were you remarried at this point? No. Okay. No. Didn't get married yet and we you know. And we're about almost eight years into our relationship. We went in eighty two. So it was a nice little ride, but we had a blast. I yeah, can yeah. tell you a blast. We had so much fun doing the, that. Yeah. It, okay. it was, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but anyhow, but so like, anyhow, okay, okay. But the, the long story the make a long story short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was time. I said, Pat, let's and so she she finally, she said, Okay. Um, I'm ready and I said and we had a good friend of mine who said when uh, you're ever ready to quit well okay so um, I said yeah I think we're getting ready to to hang this up and it's, he said I'll bring you to my buddy uh, and so he brought he said well if you're still um, wanting to do this tomorrow uh, I'll bring you out there so we stayed up all night and partied of course and then he brought us out to the treatment center and and uh I put myself into a 28-day program, he, and the guy said, you need inpatient, she needs outpatient, you should start today. And I thought, I didn't come here to come today, I just was checking out your facility. Yeah, yeah, and, but, of course. And I said, well, let's go talk, over to, talk, talk it over over lunch. Had a few shots of tequila and said, okay, I'll go in right now. Ended up going to um, the 1800 Chicago where it's a tough, it's a tough, dry out tank I'm it's you know and I got threatened in there and I said I can go home you have to be three days sober before they'll take you in treatment anyhow they t- uh, I went there one day and I got threatened and I got out of there and and uh and my brother came over and he had a he had a Chuck. tape Chuck young yeah, Kathy they came over and I was waiting two more days to go on into to go into treatment and they came over with a a BCR. A and it was a intervention, and they wanted me to watch it. And of all the times you missed this, and remember the time you brought your friend up north drunk, remember the time you cut Tanner's hair, remember this, oh the, boy. this wow. all of this. But And it was real easy for me to watch. It wasn't hard for me to watch because I already knew I'm yeah. I'm going in. That's okay. I uh, appreciate your concern. Thank you very much. Yeah. I've already got this figured out. And uh, put myself into a 28-day program and my honey, Went into a outpatient uh, six month program, and um, we're a couple of the lucky ones, and we've been so yeah, ever since. Hell yeah! Thank yeah. you for talking
0: about this. I'm sure it's or yeah. I don't know is it hard or not so oh, much. Oh no, not yeah, at you all. I, mean, about no. A, a no, bunch. I can tell. Yeah, I mean you told me a lot of we stories. Could t- I and... could
2: tell you a few more hours where the stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I> understand, <laughs> no, doubt, like... no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, did Did you ever have to fight temptation, or after? Yeah. You, oh yeah. You made the decision. Was it? were you just convinced wholeheartedly that you were making the right move
2: um well i knew it was the right move but it wasn't easy it was you know i went to meetings three times a week i went to a couples meeting uh, with pat and uh and then i went to my uh, home group meeting and then uh, so i did that for six months to a year and I was real involved with the program um and made it a lifestyle i thought when i went into treatment i was just gonna give up the blow and was still going to drink and yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh you realized
0: or they helped they you said
2: you got to quit this and this yeah. and this and i said well i mean
0: we, we're we sort of the well i say we but really i think that our family has a pretty addictive personality yeah but especially i think you slash like i say you in the i don't know you you have a lot of energy which i relate to and uh-huh. it's just like a kind of it's just you know it's a it, it's a bit of like a Something I've talked about it on the show before, but it's like an OCD, ADD kind of energy. Right. Are you sensing that, Vince? A, a compulsive energy. <laughs> yeah. Compulsive, uh, well, any, sure. anyone that can run
1: the distances that you have for as long as you have has to have some level of compulsion in them. I think just the ability to do <laughs> to commit to something so thoroughly probably is the same the same thing that helps you get into an addictive substance probably helps you break it out of, of it, it. Yeah. The, yeah just your ability to commit wholeheartedly to something uh can be a double-edged sword maybe do you think that's true
2: yeah it can because then you you go off on the other end now i've gone off the other end with the running and you know i you know i'll agree i've taken a to a whole nother level but i totally enjoyed it i love it running's my new passion and uh i mean this is perhaps a a segue
0: in i will say like (laughs) there are also other examples of him getting i mean your pottery now is like fantastic and i have some really dope uh pieces that i use i was drinking coffee out of it today out of one of the cups you made me Nice, and you yeah i think of you often when i do that but okay let's talk let's talk about running where did do, where does this uh enter the story
2: so okay so then i when i was in treatment uh i you know i was good uh, in high school how old
0: are you at this point um well
2: that's 30 uh, what am i 33 33 yep 32 sure, okay.
0: 33 yeah yeah.
2: and i was good ba- at running back and and then I, I did run a few marathons from 82 to 85 but when i was running those I was still, you know, my honey would be along the course oh, yeah. and the handy me, you a tell little me about joint and about this uh, on the fucking And uh I, you know, <laughs> and it was kind of crazy, but yeah, so I did that for about 5 years with my, with very little training, but I wanted, you know, would still do some marathons and and then after after um 85 then it was total I was all in yeah on the other part and um And didn't look back into running until after I when I was when I was actually in treatment. I ran to my brother's house, and on the way there, I picked up a screwdriver and uh, there was a piece of tape. Cross, do not cross or uh, police line tape, and I brought the screwdriver across the street to my brother's cemetery. There was one of my friends buried in there, and so I brought the screwdriver and put it by his grave because he got screwed out of uh, a lot of his life. And I laid that there. <laughs> that's nice. That's so a little thought it. went into some of this stuff. I would pick up stuff along the way. Yeah, and um, <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> I would do that in races too, like in the hundred mile race, uh, the the Western States hundred mile race. Yeah. Uh, in between certain parts I'd I'd pick up the biggest pine cone for Pat and then I found a horseshoe and then a bouquet of flowers. Every time I'd see her 30 20 miles later I'd give her something and uh but so <laughs> That's pretty charming. I mean yeah okay. yeah that was that during the hundred miles I did that kind of stuff. So but, so there are two
0: two interesting things here, I think. One is like a transference, no doubt. I mean it's like it, it, in a very healthy way to acknowledge like you transferred addictions i mean or uh, d- transferred ad- uh, addictive personality traits which is totally okay and good i think um the other thing and maybe we maybe we delve into the addictive personality stuff a little bit but first but uh like teamwork i mean pat right
2: we are you the rock team. man oh yeah
0: like we. i i haven't i mean at least, uh, at least, like the fans, the twenty-four hour. I was been around a couple of those. Yeah. There was the one I ran with you a bit, um, but it's just like so obvious how yeah. important she, she is. should
2: actually be here too, because she, this is a we thing. This isn't yeah, just yeah, no a doubt, me no thing. no doubt, no doubt. And uh,
0: that's like this yeah. is a common this is a common factor though among people we talked to, even even our guest uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, whenever that was with Sean Dunn, Mm -hmm. you know, he's his executive producer is his partner. Right. And it's like, he's the voice in this conversation that we're having, but really, yeah, it's, it's completely a team effort.
2: But I, so anyhow, then I started running. I, I, then I got real chunky. I I was 165 pounds. My brother was overweight and his wife, Kathy wanted to lose some weight. My honey wanted to lose some weight. So on a new year's bet, we all threw in 50 bucks into the pot and said, let's see who can lose uh, 20 pounds the quickest. So I said, heck, started running, started running. And then that year I said, and I, I won the bet pretty within a You're couple a of months. Man uh, too. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. I won that bet. And uh, so I made it a goal that calendar year to run 30 miles a week for that calendar year. Then January 1st came, came around, you get your new log book. I said, well, I'm gonna do 40 a week so then the next calendar year came around I'm gonna add on 10 I kept adding on 10 miles a week until I got up to 80 miles a week I was running 30 40 50 60 so 80 miles a week Uh, that's that was just for my base for the year that's what I wanted to have I wanted to have over 4,000 miles for the year so and then when I did that then I found out well I like these ultra races and one I'm I went to Lake Harriet and there, When I was training and there was this gal, there was a 24-hour race going on, and this gal was winning the race outright. And I'm like, this is crazy. A woman winning a 20, you know, she was in the lead. So I came back a couple of times during the night, and I came to the finish. She won the race outright. And here she ended up working. I worked at uh, Oboe Pan. Um What's and, that? It's a cafe bakery, oh, okay. it's French Restaurant, cafe bakery. Right. Yeah. Here, I, here I am now making six bucks an hour, and going home with all the donuts I could after, <laughs> after work. And but I did that, you know. I, I mean, to go f- do what I was doing, to go do that—that's what took some discipline for me. Yeah. To just, you know, I mean, six, to level
0: up into like twenty-four hour races, or you know,
2: no to for to just go from six. To to work for that little bit of money and do what I was doing 40 hour weeks to. Yeah, I
0: mean, you're spending a huge amount of your time running in the. Yeah. Right?
2: Uh, No, well, not. I was. was, What are you saying? No, what I was just saying, that was a tough, a tough gig. Yeah. Because I was making a lot of money.
1: Oh, You know, and spending
2: a lot of money on. To, I su- see, to support my habit. Yeah. And then yes. to go from that to working 40 hours a week for $6 an hour and trying to I pay see. the bills was like, this is... But you know what? I was happy. I didn't ah. care. It was happy. And I made a deal with my buddy that, hey, it's a year. I'm going to quit for a year. And then I thought I was still going to get back into maybe, you know, yeah, uh, making some That's money. And I said, yeah. no. After a year, I realized, hey, this is... This is good. This, I like. is a,
0: this is such an, I mean, especially for addiction, but just in general, like how much clarity, a little bit of distance from the situation it can give you. It's like unbelievable, even just creatively, right? And and this is a, probably a reason,
1: maybe even the most important reason why endurance is an important quality to have Yes, is because without the ability to stick something out, you can never get proper perspective on a situation. Uh, be that something life affirming or be that something as simple as, you know, a creative pursuit creative project if you can't stick it out and be able to start to understand the context in which it exists there's no way you can ever make it the best version of the thing Mm. that it is
0: totally and and just being even aware during that process like being able to see and whether that's actually marking down i mean an example might be like i'm sure you were cataloging or logging your miles were you doing that in a logbook. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. I was doing
2: all my my miles in a logbook, and and back to Sue Olson winning. I came back to the end, and the woman did oh, 120, 120 one that... some 130 miles. Her. She's awesome.
0: Yeah, okay. I think I'm better. Uh, oh God, this, she's incredible. This is getting so incredibly local. She, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the
2: the gal ended up having a baby 30 <laughs> hours after she finished that race another year, and she named her baby John Miles. And we've traveled around. We've gone to the world championship. (laughs) It's
0: incredible. Yeah.
2: We've gone to Taipei. We've gone to France to 48-hour race on a track there a couple times. We've gone to – God, we've gone all over. Uh, We've gone to Austria.
0: I mean, so so this is – I mean, even another thing too, which is you lean into a discipline and you go far enough and it can take you to such incredible places. I mean, you've been around the world – You've used this as a device or as a reason even to just go travel a bunch of places. I know I've been in New York at the same time you've been there a bunch for the marathon Marathon. or just other places. Mm -hmm. And it's like, especially when you have some sort of purpose-driven lifestyle, it just feels good, right? right?
2: Yeah, and Sue invited me to come and do one of these races, a 62-mile race. uh, And I said, oh, okay, great. So I went and did a 62-mile 100K race with that she was in. And, um, and then after that, I did my the first 24-hour race at Lake Harriet. Yeah. and Is that
0: the uh, one I ran with you before, right? Yeah, I was Far at Lake around. Harriet, and
2: you you were out there with me. You, yeah. You'd come down the night before, we'd mix up some of my drinks, and you'd be out there to, supporting me yeah, and running yeah. with me. And, yeah, fun and, uh, stuff, man.
0: Such, yeah. a, such an interesting experience. It's like really, like, I don't know how many people even understand that these things go on. It's like you guys are literally running for 24 hours straight you know it was, taking yeah. little little breaks and like you have your team working with you but you're running 130 miles that's insane
2: yeah two, i mean that lake harriet's 2.7 miles around and who can run the most miles in 24 hours wins so the, you, you want to be out there and you want to be so that's yeah. the name of the game wow. so, well
1: so clearly that's a feat of extreme endurance what mental or emotional qualities do you think are most important to be being able to pursue something to that severe of a degree is it willpower is it self-awareness is it honesty uh, what would you say are the chief mental and emotional motivators for being able to do what you do
2: um, what I you know, I used to train all these. I trained so many miles, and I would I would go to the race. I always wanted to train more miles than anybody. Uh, so, um, for a twenty-four hour race, say I would I say I'm going to do twenty miles in the month of May because the race is in June. I said, "Great, sounds good. Twenty miles tw- in the month of May.
0: Twenty miles a day. Twenty miles right. a day
2: in the yeah, month exactly. of May. So, and so that's six hundred and twenty miles, and um, that." But then what I'd always do is, so I want 140 miles in that week, right? So in the first two days, I would do 30 miles a day the first two days. So I'd have an extra 20 miles in the bank. So then once I get 20 miles in the bank, then I got a day off if I choose to have one. So then I'd get done with the week and then i would have more miles than i needed i'd have 160 i wouldn't take the i wouldn't take the day off and then my mind starts wondering and i'm like i'll do what if i did 160 miles next week what if i averaged 160 so then i would tr- i would go for 160 for the next week and then i'd build in the buffer again so that i could have a day off because i like running with no pressure so i would put that buffer in and do a, you know 40 mile run within the- the first day and then I've got a day off if I choose to. Yeah. Then I'm sitting at three hundred and twenty miles. Then I think, Well, what if I did, you know, and I actually end up having like three hundred and forty or three hundred and fifty miles in. Then I say, Well, what if I did that? And it got crazy. And I end up with a seven hundred month mile month. And one time I got so out of control I ran eight hundred and forty six in a month. It was averaging twenty eight a day. But that was a little much. When I did, I wanted to average 25 a day, and then trying to get the day off, I had two miles of ten, two days of 10 miles in there that month. But the rest—it's sort you of know.
0: complex mental gymnastics, like achievement-based, like competitive. It's like kind of gorgeous. It's like, yeah. like.
1: <laughs> but I was I was thinking more along the lines of like pretty, like frightening, not not in a <laughs> not in a serious or macabre, way, but like, the the. <laughs> The level to which you took self-competition, to me as someone who might, you know, struggle a little bit with motivation and willpower, I would say, is astounding. It It's almost completely unimaginable. To, because basically you were just holding yourself to a standard of your own design. It was right. relatively arbitrary. You were just making it up.
2: I had no coach. I was self-coached. And so I put in all the miles and then I... I you know, um, but it was all what then it came down to is um, getting your body, your mind and your spirit all on the same page. Um, and that's what it's all about. You Once you get all three of those clicking, then you got it. You know,
0: this is what I was going to lead into, mm-hmm. which is like it's actually to me super beautiful because it's it's the most controlled thing you can do, which is like you're completely self-motivated. And you're competing. I mean, sure, there's other people, but it is like, oh, oh, I see. Like, do you, I feel like there's something really powerful about being in that. I understand the frightening aspect of it, but
1: maybe this is an interesting question because I expected this conversation to, to land on discipline a lot. Mm-hmm. And, the ability to be disciplined and to discipline yourself.
0: This does not sound like a disciplined. <laughs> no, practice no, it isn't. The irony is like I think, and I think something even I relate with is it's like it's hyper disciplined to the point of undisciplined. It's it's just the opposite. It's excess. It's indulgent, right? I mean, right. But the uh, the, the it's, act itself is is a disciplined
1: act. Obviously, it takes sheer force of will to do. But you're you're not following a strict regimen. You're exceeding
0: it. You're blowing it away. And you're just doing as much as you physically can. Yeah, I think, I think, I really feel like that's, yeah, that's kind of where we land. But. I say we, but.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, (laughs) it's all about, it's all about getting out there. And once you get out there, that far out there, it's cool. Your mind gets out there. You get your body (laughs) and your mind out there. I mean, um. I read a book that helped me get my body, mind, and spirit all on the oh, same. Um, it's called Running Within. Mm. And it was really good because I put in the miles. Now I need to know what the heck. What do I do with all this up here? Yeah. What, what do I got? What do I do? I put the miles in. I'm going to the race with more confidence than anybody because I could look at everybody and say, I know I trained harder than you, you, you. I know I, <laughs> I deserve. And it's not like about, I'm going to beat you because i run with people as my friends there it's like we're all out there together to enjoy each other's competition and to do this together i mean i had people ahead of me in a 50 mile race that made a wrong turn and i say hey wait a minute come back you you missed a turn and it's all about working together and, and I have the same goal. Mm-hmm. And if you win, that's icing on the cake, you know, but you do the best you can and see what you can come up with. I I know? think
0: what it is man, to me, at least. And I, I think I, I don't want to say I speak for my uncle, but I do think we're on similar wavelengths. I think it's about experiencing something that is really far out there. It It's like the, the, like, this is, I think what it comes back to too. It's like you, if you looked, if you looked at Danny on paper and didn't know him, it's like, or you talk about like the drug use, talk about any of this stuff, it could seem really intense, extreme, but like Danny's one of the best motherfuckers I've ever met in my whole life. Like just so clearly, so obviously. And like that's it's it uh, that energy comes from a place of wanting to go experiencing something really interesting, really special. And I think the goodness is what then drives it to the good place and to the togetherness, which is really what it's all about at the end, I think. And you've always been a really communal, like. One of the most amicable motherfuckers. Oh my God. You know, it's like you get in any situation ever and you're, you were talking to everyone almost to the annoyance of of anyone with you because it's like, Jesus, Danny's off. Like, I but, would, yeah. yeah.
2: At these races, yeah, I would.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would. yeah, yeah. But so again, I just think it just, it comes back to a desire to experience something really interesting is where the insanity comes from. <laughs> the voraciousness. Yeah. yeah, voracious indeed.
2: And I was, at in the first 24 hour race um and I won it and I you know I was behind for the first 21 hours wasn't even thinking about winning it and I caught up to this guy a real top of the line runner that from Minneapolis that's Chuck Hubbard and I thought Oh my God! I'm passing him. I'm in the. I'm in the lead, and uh, and then I ended up winning the race uh, outright. And I'm saying I like this. This is pretty cool. Finally, yeah. I found something I'm good pushing at. Pushing it and just and, keep
0: pushing and pushing it. And I think like that's something I relate to too. Is like if if you are competing against yourself, it then just becomes this really interesting lifelong journey of oh cool, I can just keep pushing it and not in the. Not in a negative way. I mean, that's how that's. You get on the path of drugs, and if you push it too far, then you die. And right. there are other things, you know, but it's like you just keep pushing it. And I think there's really interesting territory to be explored. And a lot of people leave so much territory unexplored. And that's not bad, but it is like. There's some fucking cool stuff out there. Yeah, come, I got to do, hang out. Yeah, I got right? to do
2: a lot. I mean, it brought me a lot of places and a lot of you know a lot of different countries and and with my honey. I mean, and you're only as good as your handler. And having Pat as yeah. my handler, it's I got I got point, extra man. miles. Great she was point. there to give me support mentally, physically. She knew what I needed and would give it to me. Um, and um, there's a lot of She's runners the out there that don't get yeah. that. And that's where I had the edge on all of the other runners. I put in the miles. I had the great support, you know.
0: You have the ins- insane and, mental state. <laughs> and right. yeah, yeah.
2: And then another thing you have to do when you're out there is, you. It's all about attitude in the race. All you have to do is stay positive. That's it. You stay positive, but it's not as easy, you know. But and how you stay positive during 24 hours and when things when times get tough you've got to learn to get away from it so what you got what you have to do in a race like that is get away from what's hurting if you're hurting inside you know, your stomach's hurting or your knee's hurting or this. Then you focus on the outside. Mm. You go and you say, hey, I look at, you know, you, you look at the birds, the trees, the lakes, the person running ahead of you. Talk. You get outside, you get away from it. And um, and if things are bothering you outside, then you come inside. And, and then you make out little affirmations to help you get through. Um, so... Like, say you're um, running against the wind, Uh, a good little affirmation that I would use. And because everybody does, everyone, no one likes running against the wind. So, I mean, if you can make that your positive and turn it around, you got an advantage. So, I would run like, I, and I'd even put my hands like this, uh, and not clinched but more like
0: he's doing sort of a karate chop yeah, motion here, and
2: run like that. And say, I'm a knife cutting through the wind. Yeah, yeah. You know, like <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: and or you or like if I got the wind behind me, I'm a sail. So you come up with little storytelling. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, and then and if you can, then when you get you know, so you 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 go to the opposite. That's the main deal.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: External, internal, internal, external. And, and come up with these affirmations. A lot of really
1: um, great insights. And I feel like I'm going to need to do some personal thinking just about yeah. everything. Yeah. It, not, not, exactly. not a life reevaluation or anything, but there's just so much positivity here. But the, the thing that's, um, uh, and I'm betraying a segue here, uh, that's uh, maybe the most interesting Are you me. betraying it
0: by saying you're betraying it? Yes, or? that's exactly oh, okay, that's a okay. self-fulfilling destiny. Cool. Um. Is the it fact transportation? that transportation. Are you going to make that segue? It, Getting from uh, a place to place. Oh, uh, oh please, don't, no, don't rush I'll, me. I'll allow you. I'll don't allow rush you. me. Um, you. You don't have to carry
1: all those miles alone. Sometimes, you have a partner. You have someone,
0: so to speak, in your sidecar. I'm actually reaching out. I'm rubbing Vince right now. You're, you're in my side car or I'm in yours. I don't even care, man. As long as we're together. Bro. We have a lot of people,
1: everyone in their creative and, you know, athletic and emotional pursuits has people that ride along with them and make the miles a little easier. Uh, this week in our off topic topic, which is a break we like to take every week to talk about something not, <sighs> not per- particularly, per- particularly germane uh, to the topic at hand. This week we're talking about Vespas
0: or scooters in general. Scoots, Scoots, Magoots. uh mopeds. Uh, no Two doubt, wheelers. No doubt inspired by some time I spent on some of those what, what do we call them by bi- a uh, bimodal was a word I used that was incorrect? That
1: you bi wheeled by Yeah, by bi- by-wheeled. Bicycled.
0: Bi- <laughs> Bice uh, bicycles. Yeah. <laughs> um, um but yes, the motorized uh, vehicles uh, with a couple wheels Sit on the seat. Did you did you have one of these? Yeah, I've got. You currently do, correct? Yeah,
2: I've got. Yeah, I've got. So we haven't them.
0: mentioned this, but you're a snowbird, as as they call them. And those not from the region may not know. Well, they might know the term, but it is one who one who travels away from their uh, home state or the state that they live in or one of the states, I suppose, uh, during the winter months in order to seek warmer pastures. And so. You yeah. spend uh, part of the year in Naples, Florida, every yeah, every year, correct?
2: We, yeah, we spend a little more time in Naples than we do. You here, do okay, but makes um, sense. So you, yeah. so
0: you 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 leave? Is it around Thanksgiving? Yeah, Post? we leave in Free.
2: November, and then we come back in the end of May. Yeah, somewhere you know, in the last up. week of May, and um, yeah, we've been doing it for twenty five years. It's
0: fucking amazing! So, do you ride the scooter in Florida?
2: We we. Oh, yeah. I've got three scooters in Florida. I used to have four. I used to. Then I got into scooter buying. Uh, but, <laughs> Seriously, Yeah, man. and buying and selling scooters. I picked them up on, and, uh, you know, I've, yeah. So I've been through a bunch of scooters. I what is it scooters. about
1: scooters that, that appeal to you? What got you into scooters? What got me
2: into scooters? Well, you, you can get around quick and easy in Naples, and uh, Naples isn't that big of a town.
1: They are a very functional vehicle. I'll give them that. I, if it weren't for my inability to drive, I feel like I would like to drive a scooter. I think they're, they're super, there's some sort of cachet to them. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's like a nostalgia that I didn't even experience that I'm experiencing secondhand, but I just like the vibe that they put out. They're functional.
0: (laughs) They're functional. I mean, what they are is they're a little bit more playful than a full-fledged motorcycle. And I know we... I, who doesn't like to picture themselves on on a Harley ripping around badass I know, I know, me, slicked hair leather
1: I would be more like a, an import I think. Uh, yeah, yeah no doubt I had
2: Hondas I had motorcycles 550 super sports and all that and yeah yeah, yeah my honey thought I had a a, a Honda and uh, I had a no I she thought I had a Okay. kawasaki and i had a honda and bought me the kawasaki shirt but oh, how nice. it all started with the with the vespa thing or with the with the scooters is i bought her one on valentine's day a red one wow for valentine's day that's pretty cute and then after you... i got her one then i was like wait a minute i think i need, I need one. one so yeah. it all started by getting so her convenient. one and it was something she she would drive and it was something that we could do then together mm. So, and yeah, then it was like, well, we got lots of friends coming down. Let's pick up a couple more of those. So, then I ended up with four of them. So, then when people would come down, we got... You've you always
0: know. been a collector, not unlike uh, your late father.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't.
0: Uh, we don't have to get into that. Right. Oh, I wasn't trying to get into that. I was just saying, guys, sorry, yes. Um, but, yeah, that, I mean, the, the scooter is
1: like kind of in a weird... It's a, it's a strange... Even legally, it's a strange kind of middle ground vehicle. You can drive it in certain places. You can't drive other vehicles. You can't drive it in certain places. You only need this much of a license. You need a motorcycle license. Don't need a
2: motorcycle license. (laughs) Don't... Easier to
0: it's in, it's
1: <laughs> interesting. It's kind of in a non-space in the terms of the vehicle sphere. It's
0: like man outside re- the lines. I relate to that. I feel like I aspire to be in that non-space. That non- that space of uh, where definition goes to die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we we all crave that to an extent, right? We we sure. hate as creative people and maybe as people full stop to yeah, be yeah, defined. Yeah. No one likes to be defined, so they like to seek things that are sort of undefining in ways,
0: right? And it's funny though, even when we're talking about distinctions between creative people, it's like, I, I've made the parallel with my dad as well. It's like, creativity is really just an energy. It's like, my uncle is incredibly creative. Oh, I would agree. And I mean, and then more obviously in the pottery stuff, but I think like the same energy in a lot of the other pursuits.
1: Oh, I think evidently you're. I mean even the 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 ability to create narratives in your head to, yeah. to like in order go, to, uh, to get through yourself certain, on yeah exactly yeah. that that's a creative element in and of itself um <laughs> that rationalizing ability is do you have any do you strong. have a scooter
0: story Scoot stories?
2: um well i just i've had a few people you know crack them up but when one did not to turn when you get the sense like you just you know so yeah, it got it got tough letting people use the scooters yeah. after. That riding, sounds like me generous fellow. Yeah, Very generous and, uh, but we still do let people use them. But no, I don't have any. I, I have some scooter. good memories,
0: honestly, yeah. of just uh, riding. I don't know if I was on the back with you or if I was. I feels like I probably wasn't driving it myself, but through Naples at night, and I have such strong feelings about like warm places at night.
2: Perhaps oh, beautiful with palm trees and harkening. yeah, it's it's a great place to be on scooters. Yeah, along the white along sands the Gulf and going. going that to the sounds beach,
1: lovely. Yeah. Maybe you know, maybe I ought to get into scootering now that I don't <laughs> have a driver's license. I could get like a scooter. Are you know what? Do you, do you need you a scooter, get a scooter license, scooter license. Uh-huh. Vince? You know, maybe I will. But yeah. I don't have a scooter. That would be the
0: one of the limiting. Well, characters. maybe after have to You me, seat. head on down to scooter capital scooter. F capital L
1: a scooter biking why don't we drive the scooters there grant all the way Costco.
0: unlikely i would fly there though and Unc could pick us up can you could you do a thing where you like tether them to the back so you drive the the lead scooter and then you tether two uh extra scooters to and your you back i in neutral yeah coast behind we, and all, no no i just meant he picks us up at the airport we hop on we rip around oh i get you Hmm. I all right, would, we'll, meet, uh, we'll meet him at his yeah. spot. We'll, we'll iron out the
1: details uh, off, oh, off fine.
0: on. Yep. yep. Um, well, thanks. Either way, I, th- I think it's confirmed. We're going to Naples, and we're going to be scootering. Jump on
2: the scooters. Yeah, I got three of them. We can, we can all... We'll tear it boys. up. Of You're going to have two
0: by the end of the trip. I'll tell you
1: that much. Man. <laughs> I'm going to crack. Oh, I thought them.
0: you were going like, to sell one, flip it. We are going to get... Not, and I, then, I wouldn't flip another man's...
1: I'll flip it over accidentally. Uh... Thanks for the the scooter talk. And you know what? Thanks in general for what has been an extremely generous, raw, raw, but you know, not actually somber. It was was an upbeat vulnerability. Such is the nature,
0: man. I don't... Oh, it was the best
2: thing I've ever done, man. Giving up everything I did and to get what I've got, you know?
0: I thought you were talking about the podcast for a second. I was like, Oh no, this much. is awesome damn, too. Damn, I, I, you know, I, I was like, I appreciate guys. that. Yeah. I am a little concerned though, if this was the, but the high point.
1: Frequently that story is, is rife with like a level of darkness. Looking yeah. back at, at low times, but I, it's just not in your nature. You seem like just such a positive man, and it's been a really positive it's all off a for the experience. Laws. It's all for the laws in this family.
0: Yeah. I feel like, you know, I, I really, though, like, I do think even like there's, like, a lot of dark stuff occasionally happening. Oh, and, I have some dark stories. Yo, oh, no yeah, doubt. Okay. okay, well, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's like, on. <laughs> But I, I do just feel like even familially... Correct me if I'm wrong, Vince. How oh, does that's, that feel? That's, that's, a, that good, feel, that's right. a word, yeah. Familially... Uh, there's just a kind of a upward beat and a sense of humor about it all mm-hmm. right it's just like yeah, yeah there's I like mean, some crazy shit going on ha uh,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's, crazy, it's all
2: good
1: crazy yeah. indeed <laughs> yeah. uh, so would, <laughs> would you be kind enough to answer two questions for us before we wrap things up here possibly yeah. oh
2: what are looking at man
1: that's how I would think I would yeah, answer I mean, it man thank that's you that's right don't commit too early uh, the first question is how can our listeners support you? What can they do to show their interest, their gratitude for your time on the show?
0: Man. Boy. I don't know. Uh maybe maybe know, uh man. check out your listings or something. Yeah, I sell real estate
2: in Florida and, and in Minneapolis. So, oh, great. Well, do, yeah, do you have Ripka a, a website? Uh, you know, just look Danny Ripka up on uh Facebook or on uh, Ripka Realty dot you know Ripka Realty. We got our little website. Yeah, dot. Plus, you didn't
0: know the dot. Real you, Ripka Realty com. Yeah. Dot com well, okay. Hey, wait,
2: Aaron just hooked us up with a page today. You got a page? Yeah, we got Great. a page. Cousin uh, Aaron. Shout an, out to Cousin Aaron. Yeah,
1: Thank you, Cousin Aaron. You're in the show notes too, and Ripka Realty
0: Come, and in Naples Plus
2: Look us up Just yeah It's easy to Couple find Couple
0: of me. show notes and, Hey maybe we we'll show notes Cousin Aaron too If you want to run with air. me
2: Yeah It would be fun to, to run with I'm always He's looking, looking at To me right run now.
0: with he people He's looking at me right now so, And
2: I'm
1: behind the mic that, Not to like Put you on the spot How would someone Who's interested In running with you Should they just Find you on Facebook And hit you up
2: Danny Ripka Gmail.com Alright yeah. I do respect that I do respect Just uh, That's excellent It's pretty simple And easy And I appreciate
0: a man Who can email yeah. or a, a woman who can email that's right it's important to me and you've, you've you're a good emailer Danny
2: I run lots of places with lots of people and <laughs> this uh, is so, I, that's almost this is so accurate. true
1: um second question <laughs> if you would want our listeners to take one thing one nugget of wisdom away from your time on the show what would you want that to be
2: one nugget of wisdom
0: but, and Doesn't it was have a discussion a, about well, then, endurance you, can, you know
2: yeah I mean if you want it bad enough, you can you can have it. You know, you've got You it's all about choices. Bottom line, you've got choices out there. I mean, I thought about writing writing a book because I've got so much information I could put in a book and I thought, well, what the heck would I name the book? And I'd name it choices. And you've got, you, you look at it and you say, well, if I did this, uh, you know, or I could do that. And, but you have to look through it. And that's how it's made me be able to quit using um, was like wait a minute Um, how am I gonna how am I gonna quit I mean it's if if I use what are my consequences you know and bottom line uh, for people that are having trouble who are users out there I mean the the feeling is gonna go away whether you use or not so bottom line that feelings gonna go away so don't use I mean, that's keep keeps it pretty simple. It, it, the feeling's going to go away. So um, if I, you know, can help somebody else get through what I've got through, um, that would be the big thing here. I mean, that's, that's the real deal is getting yeah. through, you know. Some shit. Yeah. Um, um, and, but you just got to look through it. You, you, you've got a choice and you just make the right choice. And... Uh,
0: I I appreciate that too in terms of thinking about the factors and the consequences and even on the side of less about less about uh the negative or like you know using even on the reverse of someone who's just like maybe complacent or just like in a spot but like really has big aspirations it's like you can fucking do whatever. You, like You have
2: to turn your negatives into positives. Yeah. That's all you have to. I mean, that's. And you don't
0: have, have to keep, want that. You don't have yeah. to want, the, you know, the, the zenith of anything, but like you can have that. It's like pretty attainable. You just have to like get comfortable with the decisions you have to make and the choices you have to make. Right. And have to keep so a great wise.
2: attitude. You know, that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty. It, it makes it pretty
0: fun. It, it's,
2: it's not that difficult even though perhaps that's another element is
0: like dude anything can be fun right anything can be fun and i think coming from a, I mean a dude who hundreds of miles runs hundreds of miles it's like incredibly taxing but like you have found the fun in it i think that is perhaps your greatest weapon is you're having fun doing it doesn't feel like work right yeah Yeah, my biggest
2: race i did 478 miles in six days on a one mile loop in new york city and insanity. Yeah, that was crazy. You know, I ended up winning the race at a North American Masters record. Uh, but that was – that. I had to keep it together. But the first two days were the toughest. they just trying to settle down. But it, that there was attitude and, you know, the same things that
1: – Attitude will see you through. It's so stupid
2: uh. <laughs> <laughs> you run for so long. How many days is it? I was a 6 day. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. Was I would imagine the me.
1: the sixth day would be the hardest. But I no, be wrong. well, uh,
2: yeah, I was behind for four days by 15 miles. So I, when these guys were going, the 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 world record holder for the females was in it, and she had won the race. She's won the race like nine times outright, beating all the guys. I set my table up next to hers, and I said to Polly. We're going to become best friends for the next six days. I'd never run a six-day race. I I followed and did what she did. We became friends. End up putting cabbage leaves to get rid of the shin splints. And she helped me. I helped her. And... You know, at the Oof. end, we're both winners, and it was, at, it was dude, the biggest race in my life. Is this little, not true?
0: Yeah. Is this not true at the end of it all? It's like, we're all trying to win, maybe, together. Yeah. Together.
2: Yeah, and uh, I mean... we had this, some
0: raw nipples, yeah. taped those things up.
2: And, yeah, blisters and all this other... But oh, yeah, man, too. I've seen
0: some crazy blisters on you, man. But... Ugh. Uh, Reebok yep.
2: was good to me. I've, I've had
0: <laughs> shots Reebok. Reebok. Yeah, Reebok. Oh, and I mean, the <laughs> you know, they came
2: on out. I had lots of lots of help from Reebok, and then you know, my buddy he said, "Hey, I'll put you on the cover of Ultra Running if you win the race." And so I said, "Man, I'm in it for the. I'm in it to win it." I now. remember so that I, cover. Yeah. yeah so, wow.
1: That's my. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Words of wisdom. And most importantly, had a lot of fun. This was a super fun episode, uh, and you've led a very interesting life. Uh, so thank you, and, you know, if I may, if I may do the honors, I know
0: Grant and you are blood, but... We are blood. To, well,
1: so in that no, case, no, no. Please.
0: Please, Grant. Yeah, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, if and when you get some blood on here, you get the honors, okay? Uh, Danny, so we, we sign every show off the same way. Okay. And... Man, it feels like you'll relate to, to this phrase and to this idea. We believe in shipping it, quote unquote. You know, you got to ship it. At the end of the right. day, it's like you got to finish the race, right? Right. So we say ship it at the end of every episode. And often we ask our guests to give us their rendition of a ship it. So I'm wondering if you could regale us with a Danny Ripka, a, uh, a blood of my blood uh, ship it.
2: I'm bloody, bloody ship it. boy, this now seems like the toughest question for me here. Not a question. I just
0: oh. you just have to say ship it. You just ship? Have to... All I got to do is say ship it. That's yeah, right.
1: yeah. That's our. like our slogan.
2: That's your, your, your. That's slogan? Our shit, man. Yeah. Okay. All right, brother. It's time to ship it. <laughs>